Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated. Here is Sherry Hill. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show. I'm really glad to bring out a good friend of mine, someone who I know does exceptionally well helping people define their leadership, strengthen their communication, and build teams. And that would be Shari Pheasant, who is the founder, and as she says, lead mayor of Horsepower Strategies. Well, welcome, Shari. I'm glad you're here with me today. Thanks, Sherry. It's an honor. Well, in all our conversations, we talk about the fact that you started your business out of a need to really step away from a business that you were in previously, but developing those skill sets that you honed through this prior business, a master mechanic, into being able to help other people within that industry really grow their business. You did some miraculous things in an industry that doesn't see a lot of innovation, that sometimes has a bit of a perception of, oh, it's an auto mechanic shop and, you know, that's what it is. So what is it that you discovered in all those years in that business to be able to go, you know what, I have created a model, I have created a way for people to really understand how to effectively grow their business so that you were able to step out and and really do something dramatic across the country. Yes, indeed. So it's funny how our path leads us down roads we don't expect. Um, And when my husband wanted to, um, he's just a fantastic uh, technician. Our son built his first engine at nine but they didn't know business. And so you can be an industry expert, lawyer, doctor, um, technician, there's all sorts of accountant, but it doesn't make you a business expert. And when you believe that as a good individual contributor or an individual expert that you can do business, you're taking on too much and you're working in your business instead of on it. So um, we were blessed enough that we had a coach. Um, We subscribed to this group, um, a smart group. There's lots of them, right? Mastermind groups, those type of things. I was able in a three-year time period to double our business from 800 and something thousand to 1.6 million. Um, From that time period, we've purchased a building, we continue to grow, and now my husband has learned the business end of it. So during that time period, I was then handpicked by a national company who wanted to scale their business as well. And it was in the automotive business, they were a consultant. And so I worked with them for a little over two years. Um, And during that time, we had 120 clients nationwide and in Canada. I had a large percentage of those personally as clients, and then I worked with mastermind groups of them as well. And it was about branding and marketing, you know, um, the drill. And um, what I found was we would go in and we would interview these employees, their whole staff. That was part of how we got to know their culture, um, how, what was their brand. I mean, we looked at every aspect, financials, their net, what are their margins, what are their ROIs, what are they watching in their business, what drives their decisions, what data means something to them. And part of that was talking to the employees, and because I'm a horse girl, <laughs> and I have to read thousand pound animals with them not speaking a word to me, and know what's going on, or I could be dead, no, <laughs> or at least having to move really fast to get Injured. out of the way. Yes. Injured, right? No, <laughs> humans are easy. They're about 140 pounds, and they're pretty easy to read, um, especially when you talk to them. And so these employees would just tell me exactly what was going on, what they felt, and. It's funny because leaders would say, my employees are fully engaged. Everything's great here. And so 
92% of the time, and we track this, we had to sit them down and have a real big talk and say, look, no retribution, but here's what we hear from your staff, and it's a theme. And you're a great individual contributor. They really enjoy you. But how you inspire your staff has to change. How you look at them has to change. How you train them and teach them has to change. And so we have a new workforce. We all know it. And how do we work with them? Because there's a way to inspire that workforce and to have them do things easier for you in a much um, more enjoyable fashion. I think as a lot of entrepreneurs, um, I found, and even in large corporate environments, teams, team leaders, um, are having trouble engaging their employees. They feel like they can't find the right people for the job. They feel like they find people that they have to babysit or hold their hand. But there's a reason for that. We aren't connecting. We aren't caring. And I don't mean I want to know about your problems at home. We don't have time for that. But I want to know what your value system is. I want to know what drives you. I want to know what I can expect from your communication style and what it means. And you need to know that about yourself. And most of us, we, we don't want to know. We just know what we think we know. Well, a lot of it, though, is the leader doesn't have clarity around the direction they're heading. And so I've discovered this in a lot of my teaching classes and so on. When I'm dealing with existing business owners, they don't have clarity around the strategic direction that they should be heading. They don't have clarity around what is their brand, their values, and their culture within the organization. I find it amazing that, you know, my class is a, a 12-week class, and by the end of those 12 weeks, there's absolute clarity, and what clarity provides, this is what it really boils down to for me. It makes you a better decision maker, right? And as a better decision maker, I know what to do and what not to do. So talk about that, because a huge chunk of how you help these organizations is that, it's data-driven. And how many people do you run into, Shari, that are doing their business without data? They don't know what's driving well, profits or if or they're, they're making, looking at the wrong yeah. data. They, <laughs> yeah. They're not reading the data right. They're, I mean, it's so subjective. And first of all, it's funny that you mentioned your 12-week class because it had been five years ago that I attended your Next Level Entrepreneur class down at TMCC. It was amazing. Um, it was part of my clarity journey. Um, that I took. And I remember walking in thinking, I know my elevator speech, of course, more than half the class <laughs> thought the same thing. And and it didn't take, but what was it, the first 15 minutes of class, we all went, oh, oh, in Sherry's most direct manner, um, and, and soft-spoken manner, no, um, that she let us, you guys have no idea what you're talking about. And we were all like shocked. How are we going right. to sit in this class for 13 weeks with this lady? And here, I think there was, what, 95, 98% attendance all the time, because there was so much great material there. But clarity, the first step of clarity is knowing when to say no. We say yes to too much, we're in too many directions, and we can't really drill down the quality that we need to in specific areas. So for me, um, and it's about knowing yourself, I'm a very driven person. Um, passionate is a word that's attached to me often. When you work with a horse in a round pen, and I use horses analogy a lot, um, because part of my mission is for people to allow horses into their lives so that they can really blossom as a person. Um, but if you push too hard, they move away. That's the same with people. But people that are driven, that want to succeed, that want to help others, myself, you're one of them, we have very strong personalities on the DISC profile. I am 
100% D. And that means that I'm driven, I'm results-oriented, I'm very fast-paced. Um, I can be a bull in a china shop. Not that I'm knocking the china over, but I'm going from A to Z immediately. And I want to know what the results are going to be of that. Um, I'm also a high I, so people are important to me. I like connecting. It's also very fast-paced. What that leads to is it gives me behaviors on my urgency, my competitiveness, and my frequency of change that are almost 100%. The average mean of people is 43 to 46%. So that means I'm double what most people can handle. <laughs> Yet, for years, and I'm 54, and I'm going to say until I was 50, all right, I thought I needed to do more to prove myself, to earn my way, because um, I'm very self-responsibility. I'm 100% responsible for my actions, and um, that's different. The average mean on that is 63, so it's a little higher than normal. But we need that clarity so we know what we bring to the table, how we can communicate to the people around us, how we can inspire them because we're all different, and we tend to hire people that are just like us because we're comfortable with that. We connect and we believe we're going to have a good working relationship. When quite the opposite, you've got to start relying on counterintuitiveness is true. You want people that are different than you because they complement you and they strengthen your organization where you are not strong. But leaders have to admit they're not strong in every area. And unfortunately, the workforce... The leaders are feeling pressure. It's so so if you take two hands, you take your two hands and you put them together like you're, you know, pushing mm -hmm. them against yes. each other like you're praying in front of you, and you push and you just push, you go nowhere. Now release one hand and lead it. You just, you can kind of push it. So if you take two people, right? So the, the idea isn't to put pressure against it, it's to release and go the direction you want to go. And so we really need to do that, but they're pushing on each other, leaders and employees. Leaders want their employees to do things. They're not doing them. They don't know how to connect with them. It's the employee's fault. Employees look at the leaders, and they want better direction. They want more connectedness. They want them to understand that when you communicate like that, this is what we see. This is what you see, but this is what we see. But they can't speak that because the leader's not listening. So now the leader feels pressure to be perfect, though they never admit that they're wrong, I'm sure the audience is like, oh, my, are you talking about, have you been at my work? They don't want to admit they're wrong. They find every reason for justification of what they've done instead of saying, wow, you're right. Let's do it this way. But there's a reason for that. And let me look at the employees for a minute. It's because the employees look at the leader, and the minute there's a fault or the minute there's a failure, it's their fault. All right. So we have a push-push going on, and we need to clear that up. I think also, too, our perspective our perception of who we are to others is filtered through us. Absolutely. So it's really mm -hmm. important to get outside of ourselves and understand the brain science, and that's what we do, is we work with brain science. Our researchers have been out there for 30 years. Part of our coaching and consulting involves getting to know you, and that means when you're naked. So I want to see you from the inside. No, woo! I, so it's funny. Good Sorry. thing it's getting hot. Funny, <laughs> funny. All right, funny story. And everyone's like, "Oh my god!" So I was, I did a keynote um, with Rebe's and Napa up in Northern California, and we had about 120 gentlemen, maybe a few women scattered in the room. Automotive, and we spoke. And I said, "All right, about 10 minutes in, time to get naked." You should have seen the looks in that room. And I went, "No, no, no, hold on. It's only me. We just got to know each other. I don't expect you to do it. It's just me." They look again, and they go, no, no, I'm only going to do it on the screen. <laughs> Woo! And then I put my, my how and my why so they could see who I was from the inside out. That's getting naked. It's just being real. And I think we're so into pretense and proving ourselves 
that we're just not willing to be the real, valuable, unique human being that we are on this earth today. And with that, we're going to come back after this message. Bam. This is Shari Pheasant, president of Horsepower Strategies from Reno, Nevada, and you're listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry is the wealth protection diva. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. If you have comments about today's show or any questions, please email sherry at sherryhillshow.com. Thank you for tuning back in. This is Sherry Hill with special guest Shari Pheasant, who is the founder and lead mayor of Horsepower Strategies. And we've been talking about the value, what you bring as a leader to an organization. And a lot of work that Shari does is certainly helping leaders understand what their weaknesses are, what their strengths are, how they can work within their organization to create a better organization, for that matter. But I'm sure that you find, Shari, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. That as you move into these organizations, yes, there's behavior development or behavior change that has to happen systemically throughout the organization. But I want to kind of come back to that so many people run their companies as flying blind, They don't know where they're trying to get to. They don't know how to get there. They haven't really built in the accountability or the metrics or the KPIs. So talk about that because that's what people automatically think. I call it shooting from the hip. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I'm a Western girl. So I think of the okay corral, you come out on the street. Oh my God, there's somebody down there at the other end with guns. I better have my guns out. How do I shoot? Boom, boom. And so it, there's no strategic planning. If you don't have strategic planning and you don't have a map, then you don't have an execution. You're merely driving your car on the road, going somewhere, maybe, depending on where you get. But when you decide you have somewhere to go, maybe you never get quite to that destination. But you get specific places along the way that take you on the path where you want to go. Um, And so you, you have to do that a lot more. I think, too, when you don't plan and you have a staff as a leader, when you shoot from the hip, they come around down to the main road of that western town with you. You're pulling guns. You didn't even tell them they needed to have them. So now picture this whole town scattering in different directions to hide because they weren't prepared. All right? Some of them are making excuses. Some are justifying. Some of them are um, struggling to please you. Some of them, and you're still not getting things done. And and quite frankly, it's funny. um, So you'll sit down with them and say, so my staff, oh, I hear what you do, Shari, but no, I I don't need those. Soft skills, we got this. We made all of our sales quota this last year. We're fine. Okay, because I know some of your staff, and they're really not fine. And I want you to know, leaders, owners, 
with the biggest amount of compassion possible, your employees are going to tell you what you need to hear to keep their job. Let me repeat it. Your employees are going to tell you what you need to hear to keep their job because they're somewhat happy, but they're not thriving. Thriving means they show up to work early. They come with new ideas. You almost have to put them in check. You know, I picture a horse. You just go, check, check, stop running so fast. Hold, whoa, easy, (laughs) easy. You know, that's a thriving employee. They're excited. They might stay late. They have a new idea. Employees that show up, clock in, do what you want. They're maybe even a great performer. Um, You know, they make their sales quota. They do their thing. But are they thriving? And it it suggests that we're uh, Gallup, great resource, $450 billion is the amount of money that businesses are losing annually to disengaged employees. Now, employees are admitting, employees are admitting without their boss present, okay, with no retribution or accountability, 71% of them are disengaged at your operation, company, Mm -hmm. whatever. And so let's call that three out of four. 75% would be three out of four. Now, here's the scary part. Out of those three out of four people, so you have one out of four employees, so you have 20 employees, right? That means that 15 of them are showing up ready to go. Five of them are, or 15 are showing up not ready to go. Five are ready to go. They're thriving. Of those 15, seven of them are actively disengaged. So actively means they come to work complaining, dragging other people down, holding up the process, and those other engaged employees start not to thrive. Right. Okay. Right. I don't know how leaders think that everything's okay and how owners aren't putting themselves in classes and getting coaches and wanting to learn because, quite frankly, it's a lifetime of learning that we have to do. Um, I'm still learning. You, Sherry? Oh, yes, yeah. learning. Right. Yeah, that's why I teach, because I learn <laughs> through teaching, right? right. Exactly. No, I get I'm it. challenged by it. Yes, of yeah. course. Um, yeah. and, and, and we need to. And, and being wrong, we need to embrace it. If we learn more from our mistakes, put it on your mirror. I learn more from my mistakes. I can make mistakes today, and I can admit them. And right. I think vulnerable leadership needs to be embraced more in companies. Well, that and also having clarity around the direction you're heading, because when you talk about how do I actively engage people Mm -hmm. when if I have no idea why I matter in this process or what my role plays in the outcome, then I'm just punching the clock. I'm just showing up again, maybe not causing a lot of problems. I had this epiphany in teaching the last (laughs) class, the people who stopped coming. It wasn't the people that showed up for all 12 weeks who graduated. It was the ones that stopped coming. And then I look at that and go, is America ready for this whole transition? Because I feel like mediocrity is accepted. Good is preventing great because we're happy with what we have. So gratitude. Gratitude is an attitude. And I am grateful every day for everything in front of me, and I make the best of it. Does that mean I stop striving for more? No. Um, But I do think a lot of America doesn't strive for more. Well, they don't. Mediocrity. What if I fail? But these are people that that are in business, and Mm -hmm. maybe they're going to have employees. (laughs) So to be in business, you have to get together $75, $1,000, whatever it is, dollars. You go down, and you apply, and you have a business license. Now you have a business. Again, a great individual contributor but not someone who's taught business. And so we have to learn how to be a doctor. We have to learn how to be a dentist. We have to learn how to be a business person. And I don't mean 
an industry expert, a technician who's really great, a doctor is an industry expert, a dentist is an industry expert. That it, Where's your business end of it? You know, Sherry, you're an industry expert. It's in business, but you have other ladies. I, I see them. They Absolutely. Help you I need a team. Right. Well, and <laughs> e- even myself, I have coaches for me and I'm a coach, mm-hmm. but we, we all need to pour into ourselves more. We need to look into ourselves. Um, what I do is I teach the five sciences, brains, uh, brain, sciences of self. And so it's about our how, it's about our why, it's about our competency level, it's about our stress and how we handle that, um, and our EQ, and that goes together. So that's very emotional, right? You're, we want to know your stress level, so your EQ, how you see others, how you handle situations, but it's also your acumen, how you see the world and see yourself in the world. And so I don't think we all understand that. We've no. been going so fast that we forgot to understand ourselves. We don't take the time. And millennials will be in 17 different jobs in their lifetime. We're in three or four. It's a different generation, and that has value to them. So you're not going to have the time to get to know them. So, But they're looking for connected managers. And the way to do that is through this tool. It's through the science of self. When you understand yourself and it's based on your brain science done out of a university, there's no question. Like my awakening. Here I thought I had to do more. Well, no wonder I, everybody was like, move, I'd walk in the room and people would go, whoa, here she comes. What, is, what do we have to do now? And they don't do that anymore because I learned that I'm enough. I'm enough. A huge part of what I discovered is really through clarity is all the things not to do, mm-hmm. whether personally, whether professionally, didn't matter. And again, this comes with age. Yes. Because you realize that, you know what, I may only have 25 more summers left or 25 more winters left or Our how much Our generation's time- thinking of that, though. Right. I want to put, I, I, that's what they do different than us is we don't get the clarity till we're older. That's the generation yeah, we are. Yeah, these guys want to do it all now. Now, because we, they've seen that in us and we've taught them that. Yet we're not embracing this new generation of the workforce. I love it. I'm, I am inspired by them. I surround myself with them because they're important. They outnumber the baby boomers, guys. And, you know, I have a daughter. She's 22. So I live it mm-hmm. as well because it's like, okay, I'm moving. And the next day I'm flying to Europe. Um, okay, how, how are you going to pull that one off? Pivot, but, pivot right? Changes, <laughs> changes their middle name. It's that embracing, living in the moment, doing everything now like there's no tomorrow. And you're right. We as an older generation, you know, this whole premise of I'll do everything when I'm retired is like I can't do that. I have to do it now. I want to engage in life now. But that means being really clear on what not to do, what is not my priority, don't want to waste time, don't want to give energy to, mm-hmm. so that I'm, I'm just going forward doing the things I love. That's, and I have no stress. That's the only way to be, remain balanced. Yes. Is to do that, is you have to be able to really be laser focused on the things that are critical. You know, right, you've got the critical, urgent things now, you've got the things that aren't so critical and the things that are just wasting your time. And so we've got to be clear about those things. And as a leader, you're right, clarity is very important for your staff because that's how you live the brand. And now in the marketplace, I don't care what industry you're in, your brand needs to be specific and clear and focused. Otherwise, nobody's hearing you in the noise. So you've really got to tune into who your client is, what they're saying, use their words back with them in order to connect with them. 
and it needs to be genuine and authentic. So if it's not your brand, like if you're a grumpy old man, tell everybody you're a grumpy old man and they're going to come in and they're going to love you and think you're hilarious because you're a grumpy old man. But if you tell them you're the sweet guy and they come in and they find something different, now you violated their trust and they don't want that. So you have to know who you are. You have to get clear and you have to communicate that with your, your team. All right. And if somebody's like, wow, I could use some help from Shari Pheasant of Horsepower Strategies to help me in that process, how would you like them to get a hold of you? We have great opportunities because we have a two-day class coming up that's going to help them. It has some great value. You can get a hold of us at imhorsepower.com. That's a sentence, imhorsepower.com. Or you can call us at 775-461-1110. And our phone number's on the website. So we have a lot of great things to offer. Um, we have on-site trainings, et cetera. And employee happiness is the ultimate profit driver. Zig Ziglar said it years ago. You build people first, and then people build the business. So that's what we need to do. And you and I have a date to go horseback riding. Yeah, now it's on the radio. So <laughs> commitment. There it is, Out in the All Hills right. with Sherry and Shari. Hey, sounds uh, like a new show. Out in the does. Hills with Sherry and Shari. I like it. I think we'll, we'll bring a video camera. All right, that wraps up this week. We'll catch up next. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show. And tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening.